Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell Team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Have you ever been so tired that coffee isn't even enough to keep you awake? I bet a lot of us are feeling like that every day as this time of COVID drags on. People are facing greater mental and emotional fatigue from it all. There's so much uncertainty, loss, fear for the future. Each one of us is impacted in some way, and the wear and tear on our mental state is completely evident. And as a leader, I know every day it gets harder and harder to stay positive and optimistic for your people. Because every day your own emotional tank is depleting and it gets harder to find the right station for a refill. Triple espressos be damned, even they're not enough. In order to serve, you have to have something to serve from. And if your energy tank is depleted, you have to refill it. And it is so hard when you're also feeling so uncertain and likely experiencing some compassion fatigue. You know, that feeling of being so emotionally and just physically physically exhausted that you start to lose empathy for others. The worst state for a leader to be in, truly. You might get snippy with people or feel irritated by everyone around you. You have to set boundaries between what you can control and what you can't, as well as mental and emotional boundaries and be intentional about recharging yourself. Oh sure, there's tons of articles, videos, quotes, apps, sayings, shows, even podcasts, present company included, that give you all the advice in the world about staying positive and optimistic, being strong, resilient, having grit, you got this, go girl, this too shall pass, and yada, yada, yada. Well, a lot of good they're all doing because I still feel crappy. How about you? All right, I realize that sounded a bit sarcastic and as cold as an iced coffee, which I happen to be drinking right now, but I do actually believe these resources out there in the world are good. And I do appreciate when a good quote pops up in my Instagram feed as a helpful reminder. And it seems to do do that just when I need it the most. And of course, keep sharing and sharing away. Because if you feed your brain with positive things and focus on healthy, balanced thinking, it does help manage stress, anxiety, improves your sleep and your immune system, among other things. Come on. I mean, you know this. I know this. And since this isn't a Dr. Oz podcast, I will encourage you to look up that research on your own. And because we know this, but we are human, which means it's so much easier to understand something like this in theory, but it takes a lot of practice to build those mental muscles. You may have heard the tale of two wolves. A Cherokee grandfather is teaching his grandson about life. The grandfather says to the boy, There is a terrible fight going on inside of me. It is a fight between two wolves. One is evil. He has darkness, anger, sorrow, regret, greed, self-pity, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. And the other is good. He is light, joy, peace, love, hope. Serenity, humility, kindness, empathy, benevolence, generosity, truth, 
compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside of you and inside of every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? His grandfather simply replied, the one you feed. Leaders, we have to continue to feed in us and in our people the light and the hope and not feed the darkness and despair. Light and hope doesn't come only when you have answers to uncertain questions. Like if I only knew what and when things would go back to normal, if I only knew when I would get a job or when my job will call me back from furlough, if I only knew, if I only knew, if I only knew, then I would be okay. But I promise you, if we lived every day of our lives thinking, if only, if only I knew X, Y, and Z, we'd never really actually live because there will always be another storm and another. And no storm tracker is completely accurate. Don't we know this? Especially when trying to predict future storms. Is this storm we're in really different from one we've experienced before? Sure. But if you've ever lost a loved one, your job, been divorced, had a sick child, been in an accident, and the list of heartaches can go on and on and on, then this is only a different storm, not a worse storm. Don't let the media or anyone else convince you otherwise. You've passed through darker alleys before, I promise you, and you made it. If you're listening to this podcast, you've made it. You can learn to have peace in any storm. I love the quote by Vivian Green. It's not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Light and hope comes from peaceful thinking, holding on to faith over fear, and not letting the negative thoughts take over your mind or the minds of the people that you lead. This doesn't mean you pretend with your team or the people around you that, oh, you're fine, I'm fine, we're fine. Power through, stiff upper lip, rub some dirt on it. No, no, no. There's, there's power and vulnerability. And you should empathize with your team. And you should say like, hey, I get it. I have those thoughts too. I feel nervous too. I'm a human too. So they are affirm that they're not alone. But the difference is, leaders, that you help them feed the good wolf and not the bad one. Help them have the courage to face anything and know that they're not alone, that you are there for them to listen to them, to hold their hand. And notice I said not to fix because there are some things you can't fix and some things, actually these days a lot of things, out of our control. Let's take some sips. First sip, put your own oxygen mask on first because if you don't, you can't take care of anybody else. I do like this metaphor for a lot of reasons. It's true. If you're not mentally and emotionally healthy as a leader in any position, an organization, even a parent, partner, teacher, pastor, you aren't going to be very good for anyone else. Some might say this sounds selfish. And make no mistake, I believe you must be service-centered, not self-centered to be a great leader, or you have no business leading others. But you have to be centered with yourself to be service-centered. Second sip. I actually never liked that the saying stopped at helping someone put on their oxygen mask. To me, leadership just isn't that simple. If you were using this as a metaphor, of course, on a plane, a little different. It's way too easy to say, okay, there you go. Your mask is on. Now I'm going to go back to worrying about me. Check. Check it off the list. There is no leadership checklist. We're talking about human relationships. They're dynamic. After you help your people affix their mask, check their seatbelt. Grab their hand. Let them know you're there no matter what comes next. Simon Sinek said, it's not about being in charge. 
It's about taking care of people in our charge. Third sip. Stop fidgeting with the oxygen mask. What do you do when your people keep fidgeting with the oxygen mask, pulling on the cord too much, and it breaks loose from the tank, taking the mask off and on, tightening it so hard it leaves the marks on their faces? I get it. It's hard. It's so hard to listen to their fear and anxiety when you don't have the answers for them. They will take you down the path of despair, though, before you realize it, if you don't set boundaries. That does not mean avoiding people. That's avoidance, not a boundary. A boundary is finding the balance. I would never suggest avoiding your people because you don't have an answer or anything new to say. It's always better to say I don't know and still engage and show care and compassion than to ignore. Because people make up stuff in their own stories in their head in the absence of information. What I am saying though is you might need to help them with a little tough love to stop spiraling. Stop Stop the negative thoughts. Stop feeding the bad wolf. Stop dwelling and obsessing about the things they don't know the answer to or have control over, and neither do you. You have to be okay with knowing that all you can do is listen with compassion and care, but also knowing when to set a boundary by saying, hey, look, something along the lines of, I care about you, but asking the same question every day, going through the same what-if scenarios repeatedly isn't helping you or changing the situation. I promise when I know something, you will know something. Until then, let's figure out how we can help you stay positive and determine what you need to do in your situation or to better your situation. And this might be sharing resources with them that your organization provides. Or maybe there's tools you can find from reputable resources online that might help them with self-care or financial planning. Help them by helping them feel empowered in their situation through action. Stop fidgeting with the oxygen mask. Pick up a magazine. Okay, that was a big long sip. Hope you didn't burn your tongue. Probably why I'm drinking iced coffee. There's a lot to swig down pretty quickly these days. But you can put ice on a burn and the pain does go away. Just keep feeding the good wolf. Thank you so much for having a cup of coffee with me. Join my Leadership's Facebook page for more conversation. And for daily inspiration, follow me at Leadspirations and Life is Grit on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, keep on brewing.